This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Welcome back to You Better You Bet. Once again, Sean Bell, Bill Matz in the studio kicking it with you. College football time. Week what? Zero. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Why not just reorder them? I don't know. But it's not everyone plays. Yeah. An abbreviated schedule. Yeah. Big showdown between Notre Dame and Navy. Much anticipated. Uh, yeah, just annoyingness of annoyingness. But still, a <laughs> couple games. Let's talk about uh, right away. It's just some margins. Notre Dame, Navy, minus 20 and a half. That's, just looking at this, with a, uh, a total of 49, we have a 21-point spread. I mean... I kind of feel like just mathematically you have to take the underdog. If you're only expecting 49 points and a 21, like, I, I just, maybe the way to go is under. Just, okay, so no one's going to score. If it's a 21-point spread, that means it's literally going to be 21 nothing. Like, that's what that's what we're expecting here. I guess, like, I, I guess un, under is the only way to play if, like, one team is expected not to score. That's what we're looking at. That's thirty-five to ten Notre Dame. I don't <laughs> like that's 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 my yeah, right, expectation. Right. I'm gonna pick the under, but I'm yeah. actually gonna take the spread. You're gonna take them. To I'm cover. gonna take the spread. I'm gonna take okay. the cover. Never, never am I gonna pick. Again, I, I know. I, again, just I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna pick Navy. I'm not gonna pick Army. I'm not gonna pick any of those people when they're facing real teams. And I understand Notre Dame Navy is a different thing, yeah. but I don't care. You don't care. I don't, I don't, I don't, I absolutely do not, do not care. Uh, another game, at least so tomorrow. So that 800 on the, that plus 800 on the money line it uh-huh. does nothing for you? See, I, that's funny because I, I always like between week zero, week one, or whatever you want to call it, I always look at some of these uh, huge spreads and sort of like to bet against them. It's just yeah. a little pastime I like to have to keep me interested. So if if I was to tell you Michigan, Eastern Carolina, 36 and a half, <laughs> and that game ha- happens in a week. 36 and a half, or I was to tell you, I was just looking at it. Um, USC San Jose state, which is tomorrow, 31 and a half. If you had to pick one of those San Jose state to cover the 31 and a half, would you pick one of those? Would you, or East, East, East Carolina? I guess, I mean, my God, um, I'm sorry. It's, 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 I'm going to have to go San Jose state just because of what I, like I think play. of Michigan. Like, I think Michigan, USC, while I like them, mm-hmm. have more to prove. And Michigan, I assume, is great. Like, that's, I'm going to have to go with, all right, well, maybe USC is just a quarterback. You know, maybe it's just they win, and it's a little tighter than, and, like, by tighter, I mean, you know, less than three scores. 
Mm-hmm. Like maybe it's a little tighter than expected. And Michigan, I just assume, is already awesome. Now I'm gonna just pick San Jose State to cover because USC often uh, defensively was bad. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, hey, that's like bad. I'm, I'm picking a lot of overs in USC games for whoever they face. And I'm, I'm I don't think I'm you're gonna be alone. Some, I'm I don't picking think some covers. Yeah. I don't think you're gonna be alone in that. Their tackling was the worst tackling I've ever seen in the what is that a Pac-12 championship yeah. game last year? It was horrific. So that's that's what I'm actually going to, and when I watch some of these big games. But again, when I when I go down the line and I'm like, all right, where's an upset? Where's an upset? Have you found one? Because I haven't. It's really and in week zero or, or week one, like especially a, a, like a money line upset. I, I'm just looking at this, uh, and this would be yeah, money. This line would be upset. week one, like Kent State Central Florida, uh, Kent State thirty six and a half point underdogs, mm. no money line listed. You can't bet their money line. <laughs> you can't take it in this game. Yeah. It's you have to take, and that's Central Florida uh, minus thirty six and a half, also minus one fifteen. So mm-hmm. it's like a <laughs> a thirty six point seven five spread. It's on its way to thirty seven. Uh, it's it's the early the early slate of uh, college football before we really get into the the conference games is always comical. It's yeah. and I just no idea how to bet on it because who the hell are these teams? Like, yeah, yeah. So it, I know one thing about Kent State. It's a uh, you know unappealing headline from fifty years ago. You know, like that's all I know about Kent State. Yeah, I'm with, I'm totally with you with that. And it, I'm I'm also looking at what which I'm going to find. I think maybe one of the only interesting games that are going to be early on is Utah Florida. Again, Florida. Again, they've been down for a while. What type of pedigree would they bring? Utah, again, two teams that I think were, again, it's four and a half. Utah uh, minus four and a half. It's one of the only matchups in the entire first week, first week, first zero week, where you can say this can be a good game, a compelling game against two decent teams. And, and, how, a, and what's the outcome going to not be? Not a ton of single-digit spreads yeah. in this, uh, like, the available games over the next week or two on BetMGM. Like, that's four and a half is, it might be the best one by, like, ten points. Yeah, I mean. This, Louisville, Georgia Tech. There's, there's a few there's as we start making our way between, down. Between once we get to bad yeah. teams. Yeah. But as far as teams that should be over 500 and should be pretty good, Utah, Florida is probably one of the only games, again, I'm happy to get football back, but I view this week like preseason. Sure. I ain't really going to watch. It's the warm-up If I'm being week. honest with you, you know what I mean? I'm not really going to watch. But Florida-Utah will probably be one of the only games that I do watch. And I do like Utah in that game because Florida has been down for so long. So and the I like, 31st, that's I like what, Utah next, four and a half. That, that's next Thursday next would be Thursday. that game. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's a good game that I believe that can have some potential and have some watch. Besides that, in regards to college football, what are some of the like? I know we talked about some of the things we're looking for. I'm I'm still looking at Colorado and what Dion's gonna do over there. Just and I'm interested to see how he reacts to what I think is gonna be an ass kicking of a first year. And one would not, is, one would suspect. Yeah, like and, and that's a man that ain't used to ain't used to losing. So now all his individuals who are coming over and his sons that are coming over. Ain't playing this level of competition. And yes, they're gamers, so they don't go out and ball. But it's 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 an adjustment period. And how how does he react? How does the world react? 
and and how do they react if they lose to TCU in the first game? Again, TCU, Colorado is plus 21. They're expected to lose by three touchdowns to a TCU team that's just a TCU team. Is maybe... Like, the expectation's so low for Colorado that they sneak up on some teams early. Like, I'm not saying beat them, but this is a 10-point game. Like, you get some early covers because the expectation is what it is, that it's a step up in competition. They're trying to build a team through the transfer portal. It's a coach moving up for the first time into the, like, maybe they have a little more, and everyone's just like, well, I don't believe in this at all. And you have some inflated spreads or... You're just I, out. I this just first year, you're I just kind of out. Too many. Again, you have a couple studs that I believe in, but outside of the two of the Shiloh Sanders and outside of the number one cornerback that they w- were able to get to uh, get there and transfer to Colorado, a whole lot of transfers, whole lot of guys, dudes who have who not played Colorado, together before, guys yeah. who haven't played together, guys who ain't used to this level of competition, just guys. And so, yes, when he was in the swag before, it was an easier transition because he was able to get talent that was higher level talent than that was in that conference. But now he's getting talent that's the lower conference that matches to some of the talent that he's going to play against. How are you going to react to that? How are you going to adjust to that? Dion, you know, a lot, a lot of people, hey, he can come in and win eight, nine games right away. I'm not on there. I don't I don't I don't necessarily believe that. It's going to definitely be it's going to be one of the more interesting like cuz we're this year feels like a setup for next season. Just the like overall narrative of college ba- or college football this fall, this winter feels like it's all building towards a setup for next season. Mm-hmm. What and you know Colorado obviously making a long-term investment as well with their with their choice of a uh, head coach but it doesn't doesn't feel like it can pay off right away. But I'm just kind of thinking maybe this is the more interesting story that actually pertains to this year. Maybe Colorado can be a, ahead of expectations. Again, I just don't. You just don't say it. I don't see it. I don't, don't, do not see it whatsoever. Um, another team to look out for is Texas. Are they back? Yeah. <laughs> They close. They close. I again everybody has been saying that they haven't been back in in quite some time. They haven't been the Most real of deal our lifetime. In, in quite some time. But again, Quinn Ayers is a guy who people are looking at as oh, he's gonna be, you know, in, in the Heisman conversation. You got the Manning brother right after that. Either way, they're gonna be in good hands. And that guy's probably like, I gotta leave this year. I gotta ball out this year because Arch is coming There's in. There's only and, yeah, there's only one year of holding off Arch yeah. being that guy. So I think Texas may be a really competitive team with that quarterback. I mean, he's definitely a long shot when it comes to Eisman odds. Is that something you would maybe look at as a potential long shot? I know last week and maybe even before that, you were in on uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. I think he's at 20 right now. And you know, listening to You Better You Bet yesterday, few college football guests agreed with you. Marvin Harrison at 20 might be one of the uh, better, longer odds plays just because, you know, I think uh, Ken Barkley broke it down very interestingly. Like, only two guys have won the Heisman in the 
playoff era, only two guys have won the Heisman without actually making the playoffs, and it's Lamar, freaking ridiculous, Mm -hmm. and Caleb Williams, who missed it by a game, and everyone was like, oh, this dude's freaking amazing, and misses out by just the one game. Everyone else, you're basically, it has to be a playoff caliber team, pretty much, Uh, and you look at those top four teams we discussed earlier, not a ton of, like, absolute standout candidates on those four teams, at least preseason. Mm-hmm. As the season gets going, we'll see who it is. But as of right now, if you're looking for someone from one of those four playoff teams that we believe, you know, the four teams with the shortest odds, Marvin Harrison Jr. might be the best bet. Yeah, I I can't. Again, 20-1, to 1, of course. Again, to me, it's it's almost obvious with how dominant he's going to be. And again, he gets the marquee games. Yes, he gets Penn State. He gets um, he gets Michigan. He's gonna get if they win the SE, uh, excuse me, the Big Ten title game against a Wisconsin. Like he's going to have several throw that Heisman pose up moments where where and he's going to be the main target, the main everything for that squad. So, and with a different quarterback now, it's like, oh, look at what he's doing. Not as much oh well it's an nfl quarterback you know yeah yeah again it's not going to be obvious in nfl quarterbacks again that's the guy beginning quinn the quinn in texas he has the third best odds so th- th- they like texas it's 11 to 1 for him to win the entire thing again usc caleb is 5 to 1 the obvious favorite Jaden daniels after that 9 to 1 and then after that again there's a lot of guys who aren't in the big aren't the big Program people, Michael Penix Jr., Washington, twelve to one. Uh, Clemson's quarterback, fourteen to one. Jordan Travis from Florida State, sixteen to one. Sam Hartman, Northern Dame, sixteen to one. Oregon's Bo Nix, sixteen to one. So it's just a lot of guys that aren't in those and a lot like SEC. Guess who it ain't gonna schools. be? Somebody nobody watched all year. You know, it's like, and it's this guy whose uh, stats you probably saw scroll across the bottom of the screen, but you didn't watch one of his games. Mm-hmm. Like, it's going to be someone you watched, and it really could. Like, the, I know we talked about it last week, but the more you look at it and really break down, like, okay, it's got to be a playoff caliber team. It's going to be someone capable of putting up crazy numbers. Harrison checks both of those boxes already. Like, going to have crazy stat season, is going to be on a team that's in a conference championship at the very least, and you go from there. Like, other guys are going to show themselves as the season begins. Mm-hmm. But as of right now, who is it? It's it, Unless you're going to go off the board with, you know, like, Texas is probably not going to be in the college football playoff. You know, USC... It's going to be work for them to get there. They didn't get there last year with a Heisman Trophy winning quarterback. Are they going to reward that quarterback if he doesn't get there again? Like, probably not. So then you have to start looking at those four playoff teams. Yeah. Again, you got to throw up a lot of gaudy numbers. And a lot of people are named aren't in the two big conferences. But again, I think it's going to be someone who emerges from the big conferences that gets the Heisman moment. You, You can't. You can't win it with gaudy numbers against nobodies. You yeah. gotta have a gaudy a gaudy game against a great or really really good team in order to win this Heisman award. And I, there's only four or five candidates, in my opinion, who are going to have that chance. You can get yourself nominated, but to actually win it, yeah. like you you're gonna be need to be on a great team, have those games against other very good teams, games that people actually watched. Like mm-hmm. you have to be that. 
And I'm gonna just give a quick shout out to Drew Lar again. I'm as a Penn State guy, <laughs> odds are twenty five to one. He is, you know. You know what I mean? It, again, it's he ain't I don't think he's going to be in the running this year, but the year after, my team is gonna Get be those back. Twenty twenty four Heisman bets down. Yeah, my team is gonna be back. Listen, we're gonna take another quick break. The power hour is less than a half hour away, so we're gonna have a lot of great things for you along with some more college football and a couple would you rather college football editions, okay? We'll be right back. 